0: Welcome to Hour of Devastation, the weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neill. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam?
1: Uh, well, my Twitter profile's been reinstated. Hey! And that's currently the only way that I can assess how I'm doing in life and how I can obtain joy. So, um, yeah, fine. <laughs> I've not been booted off the bird website. Good, welcome back to the, uh, the real world. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll tweet about someone in authority dying at some point, and they'll be like, oh, you're targeting harassment at people that can definitely defend themselves. <laughs> I'll be kicked out again. But until then, yeah, I'm fine. Um, the time is cyclical and unending, and nothing has <laughs> changed. Well, no, actually, it's, it's more like being back about a year ago when no one was taking the pandemic seriously. So we're now back to no one taking the pandemic seriously. So that's nice. Yeah.
0: I don't know if that ever really went away, to be honest.
1: It's definitely worse. It's more noticeable now. When, you know, like last week, I was, I was feeling kind of hopeful because I'd had my first dose of vaccine. My second dose was booked for May. And I thought, I'll be fully vaccinated then. And I'll, you know, a lot more people will be as well. And people will be getting their first doses. And, and then I went into a Tesco, and then only two out of the seven people in the Tesco were wearing a mask. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Just it's not because the problem is the 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 um, th- they stopped with all the violent advertising of wear a mask stay at home keep away from people yeah don't hug your nan um, and moved to oh everything's going to be fine by the 21st of June everyone's getting vaccinated yeah which is just so reckless and dangerous as as rhetoric to put out to the general public who clearly don't care enough um, so we've just. People have just started assuming that it's genuinely going to be fine by that point, and the caveat was it might be fine by that point if you keep doing all the things you're doing. But people have just heard, "Oh, it's going to be fine by then," so we're all just completely screwed again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think regardless, like, I mean, I know we're not yeah. a pandemic podcast, but <laughs> I think I think to like regardless, like, when it hits twenty first of June, shit's just going to go back to normal. They don't care. Like, nobody cares enough.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think the thing is because obviously all the. Yeah, the festivals and whatnot have been selling tickets yeah. and planning to go ahead, which, you know, yeah, I suppose they've got to make plans, right? Like, if you've had a year off and your coffers are dwindling, you've got to just hope that it's going to go ahead. And I think we're just going to get to a point where, like, yeah, is going to go ahead, but 0.2% of people that go to Glastonbury are going to die. <laughs> I think that's just, like, the, the world we're going to live in now, where it's just, yeah, everything can go ahead, but there's going to be a death toll, and we're just going to have to accept that as a country, because I think that's genuinely what people want.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's great <laughs> living here, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I just love this island yeah. And I love when, you know, conservative candidates go on Twitter and just say um, be- Because of protests we should bomb Bristol That's nice, isn't it? I love this island, it's really good It's uh, it's certainly a place in the world You know how over the weekend there were a bunch of uh, anti-lockdown protesters and None of them wearing masks and some of them were literal Nazis <laughs> That was cool Yeah I got back just on the got back on the bird website just in time to see actual Nazis taking the streets of London, <laughs> and then wearing um, little stars of David with cover written on them. Because that's uh, just uh, comparable, wow. isn't it? <laughs> wow! Being being told to stay at home because of a deadly virus that might kill you is it's the same as as um, literal Nazi Germany. That's the same.
0: I hate this island so fucking much. Yeah, me too. Me too. If I could,
1: such a disaster being
0: here. <laughs> anyway, how are you? Uh yeah. I, I mean, all things considered, I'm fine. I think. I think I'm. I'm feeling quite good. Uh, so my wife had the first COVID vaccine last week. Yes. Uh, and nice. Then this morning I've just booked mine. So Thursday I'll I'll be having mine. So by the time this this episode comes out, uh, I should should have been vaccinated. Probably. Hopefully. I In guess depending when it comes news. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of days' so time, good. I'm going to get my first vaccine. I'm, I'm so ready for it. I could just <laughs> put, that, put that 5G juice right in my body, please.
1: Oh, hell yeah. It, I will say it's been really fun being mind-controlled by Bill Gates this whole time. Yeah. so has <laughs> been about a week now, and he's been quite respectful. So Cool, cool. Yep. It's been nice. Sweet, that's really good news. That's excellent news.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, it's been it's been a very, very strange year, uh, and it's, it's the first, I guess the first, Time that it's actually felt real to me that like we might actually finally be getting over, over this.
1: Uh, might be able to do an FM in November or something. Yeah, hell
0: yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I think I can get this one on Thursday and then uh, it should be like the first week in June or something when I'm, I'm due my second one.
1: Yeah, mine's the end of May.
0: So, so fingers crossed, fingers crossed, we might get Dewarmer World for my birthday. That would be cool.
1: Ooh, sick. Yeah. That'd be very cool.
0: September. So that's, that's optimistic, right?
1: Remember when I said we'd probably have GPs by uh, by the end of last year? Yeah, week? that ain't happening. And when I said that, when I said GP Lennon was probably going to go ahead. Mm. Mm. <laughs> My bad takes are not exclusive to Magic the Gathering card. <laughs> <laughs> they are also about the government's response to a global pandemic. Yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah, should we just s- about Magic that, before let's do people it. get completely turned off? On our, uh, <laughs> our Magic the Gathering podcast, we should. We should. Uh, how has your, your week in Magic been? Have you managed to play much at all?
1: I played a bit. I built two brand new Commander decks, because obviously I did. Cool. Because I have very little else to do with my time. Uh, we played some modern. Which is not a sentence I thought I'd ever say. Yeah,
0: we, we've definitely played On some purpose. modern, and I didn't hate it. I didn't have the best time, but I also didn't hate it.
1: You, you mulligan to three nearly one. Yeah. yeah,
0: and Tron will do that.
1: I think the reason we didn't hate it is because we're just friends who got to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just chatting over webcam is quite nice. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> and we were just you were just casting Con Liberated as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Due, casting Con Liberated in turn three does make me quite happy.
1: Makes me very unhappy. But that's how our friendship works right? Yeah. Absolutely. The, the into the yang. <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you engaged with it in any other ways at all? You played any Magic Online or anything or have you played any oh, God, time no. in Time Spiral draft? Because I know you Obviously, I've still been doing some in-store work, so have you managed to, to crack some packs of that?
1: We've opened, well, we as a store have opened 22 boxes, I think, for singles and stuff. Cool. Uh, considerably
0: opened... more boxes than some stores were able to get.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were, we were very lucky with that. We managed to, uh, and we've got a small restock coming as well already. Oh, so nice. We sold out of our boxes, um, so we get a small restock, which is very nice. Uh, Setsome's relatively popular. I, myself, have opened two boxes, I think just Because my boss was like, You look like you want to open some packs, and I was like, Yeah, I really would. It's <laughs> so the main reason I work here <laughs> is to open packs. Um, they were medium, <laughs> all the old border foils are worth something, yeah. Um, you know, we opened a, a cloud shredder sliver, Shre- cloud shredder sliver, Trigon Predator, and Thraven Inspector, and we were kind of like, Oh, that's pretty bad, but they're still worth a bit, and we probably because of that still made money on the box, which is nice. Um... The card, Damnation... You know, there's, there's some decent stuff in there. It's bad when you open a Hyper Genesis or a Still Balance because you're Mythic. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of understand why that has to be true. Um, it's it's a cool set. The old border cards look really cool. I've picked up a few. I have picked up a couple of foils because I said I wasn't going to and therefore obviously had to change my mind immediately. And I picked up a Bajooka Park and a Shriekmoor and they look incredible. Nice. Yeah. but Their prices are not cheap. <laughs> And I understand that. That's fine. that's good. Like it's it's the first set we've had in so long. So like you know, we've been vocal opponents of the the constant foiling and premium products and whatever. And how if everything's special, nothing is. This is the first like proper foil in a in a boost pack that's actually like a, a chase thing. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you actually have the chance to win the lottery. I, I, like a lot.
0: I've read quite an interesting thing. That I I don't know I don't know how true it is. Um, because the the numbers the numbers and the data is is mainly speculative. Uh, just because we don't have a lot of, of information on print size on like print run sizes from from back in the day, uh, but I, I saw quite an interesting post where somebody was saying like basically there are more uh, old border foils than there are like per print per set. I guess there are more old border foils, and there are these these new old border foils. So like yeah. more like I don't know like. Masks, brainstorms in foil exist than Time Power Remastered ponders in foil.
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Which is, is, Which is good wild. It's a good thing. It, it's, it's good, definitely. It means these cards will always retain their value. It means these boxes are always going to be worth something. I mean, th- there will be anyway, because it's it's a fantastic set. It's a really unique, interesting draft experience. And it's, it's the first time they've done this product. These boxes are always, always going to be worth you know, th- the very least like what you, you paid for them on the day you got them
1: yeah definitely um that like i i love that we actually have like a chase foil like a chase special card to get out of packs now yeah me too and like there, there's actually a, that that sort of chance of winning the lottery whereas before you're like oh, i opened a foil mythic planeswalker that's worth three yeah. pounds <laughs> and it's just not it's it's not worth it anymore um and it's nice that we've got this back, where you, you open a Foil Thoughts, these are a Foil Ponder, and it's worth a billion pounds, yeah. and that's a cool thing to have on your stupid loot box product, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's, what that's what we've missed, and, and what we haven't had for so long. Um, And they just look really good. They yeah. look just as good as I hoped they would when I saw just pictures of them online, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I saw somebody somebody posting pictures of their, their foil wastes and, like... It's incredible. I don't play any yeah, decks mate, that play so wastes, nice. but oh my god, it looks so nice.
1: Wait, I'll send you a video of the Bejeweled bag I've got. It's so, it's just so nice. nice. So yeah, it's so
0: good. I should have a box come in uh, on Friday, I think. Um, managed to to it's get like, hold one for for I think it was quite a good price, uh, and mm-hmm. I think I'm just I'm just gonna crack it. I'm just I, I really really want to open some of these packs. So I, I did a did a draft on Magic Online of Time Spiral Remastered and. Uh, Kind of, kind of got slaughtered, but that was fine. That was that's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah. just, just that, like the draft experience, and I like, even opened the old border cards. The Magic Online was dead exciting. So uh, that's something that I just want to do. I think when my box arrives, just crack those packs and open those those sweet cards.
1: I would also say, just generally as a tip, if you're looking for old border cards, pick them up. Yep, because they're not going down. Yes, yeah. these are. I, I would. My my boss and I were having a conversation earlier about how the foil old border cards are very good analogs for masterpieces. Yeah. For inventions and stuff, because they're about as rare and they're almost impossible to reprint. And, you know, we don't know whether they're going to do the Old Border thing again. We hope they do. Yeah, I, they do, I, I, assume they, I assume I they
0: will at some point, but who knows when and what product.
1: Yeah, and the, the chance of them doing the same ones again is very, very low. Yeah. And um, we've seen stuff with, you know, like um, extended art foil. Uh, the Greyhenge is has gone absolutely nuts recently, and it's always been very expensive because it's a unique card it's 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 not the reserved list but it's very very similar because that specific version of that card is very hard to reprint yeah. and it's a good card so if you have you know a foil ponder or foil thoughtsies which is going to be a staple forever and playable forever that's very hard to reprint in that specific um, in that specific way yeah right? yeah. because uh, you know the, the, the player reward ponder was the ponder for a long time and it's subsequently just been replaced by things and to get better than an Old Border Foil is very, very hard, and I think the prices on most of them are just going to go up, even the bad ones, like even Trigon Predator or... Contagion for um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even those are going to go up. Um, so if you can get them at a good price now, I think they're they're a very good hold. Assuming you can move one, because um, obviously they will be a very expensive item, that are still hard to move because they're expensive. But there are people that want them, and the Old Border cards are so cheap. Yeah. Like, I got a, a Field of Ruins for, like, pound fifty. Yeah, that's amazing. And Vineyards for 50p. It's like, it's... <laughs> And they're really nice. They're much nicer than than, than the, uh, the original prints of those cards. And I would just pick them up now because we don't know how many print runs of this set we're going to get, uh, how quickly they're going to dry up, whether people are going to buy them out. Because you know, people bought out extended out foil George Lotuses.
0: Yep. Yeah, they're they're very expensive now.
1: Yeah, and not because they're good. George Lotus is a fine card, but it's not because it's good that the the foil extended out is worth nine hundred euros it's because they're, they're, they're this item that's very hard to reprint in that specific version like masterpieces and people just take them on the mar- off the market because there aren't that many of them so people just get to determine the price and I think that's true of probably a lot of these old border foils yeah definitely and just most of the old border cards in general
0: Yeah. cool <laughs> <laughs> well that was a nice bit of extra information there but yeah, yeah definitely like we're, we're still in that that period of time where like they can't they can't really do massive print runs on supplementary products due to the pandemic Uh, and the whole like there's there's shipping delays and shipping restrictions and also the factories being used for other things and even if they even if they do do a a sizable reprint of times power remastered it's not going to be for for quite some time and i don't even think it's possible currently with just the way the way that the systems are set up like it's, it's, why we, it's why we're never going to see a reprint of, of Commander Legends like, Commander Legends is, is done and gone that's done and gone Jumpstart's done and gone like, they can't do another batch of that uh, and yeah, I, I think unless unless they've held unless they did do like a big print run and they've held back sometimes for remastered I, I think this is going to be very much a, a one and done thing as well so, buy those cards if you need them now
1: yeah, absolutely now is a great time to, uh, to be buying Commander Legends cards as well if you need them yeah Especially like fun versions of them, because we saw like even with Mystery Booster, where you know it's at the price of some cards. Like the the Mystery Booster printings of cards are going back up again. You know stuff like Amulet of Vigor and whatever, a-, a double the price they were six months ago, um, because Mystery Booster's drying up. Same is True of Commander Legends. The same is going to be true of Timespire Remastered. So you might get stung on them in the short term. So you, you say you buy, you know, old Border Romans six pounds each, and they go down to four or three because there's a lot of them being opened, a lot of them being moved around. Eventually they'll go up to 10, 12, I'm fairly sure. Yeah. Because they, they will just dry up, and no one, no more will enter into the market. So pick them up now if you want them, and don't feel bad about making short-term, very small losses on them. Yeah, definitely.
0: I think like my plan is just crack this box, see what I get, and then buy X number of ponders that I need to make up a playset, set, which I've known my local before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're... Um, they're uh, they're creeping back up already. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they, they tanked a little bit after the supply actually got opened and people actually realised how many they had and, and, and moved them about. But they're, they're already starting to go back up. Yeah, so. I'm
0: not surprised. It's just incredible card. And
1: they look really nice. <laughs> they look so nice.
0: Cool. So this week, the I guess the, the bulk of the conversation is going to be about Strixhaven. Uh, it's it's going to be out in like three weeks' time, which is Yep. alarming, <laughs> given that we're yeah. like, what, well, like three days removed from the last set that was released? That was that was a yes. premium priced set? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the other day we had uh, Mark Rosewater put up his, his teaser, so he's been doing his duelist style teasers for, for sets for the past couple of sets now. He's put up his latest one uh, for Strixhaven. So we're going to go through that, we're going to make some uh, very m- minimal baseful speculations. Like it's not quite baseless, but we we we're gonna discuss these points and maybe try to make some sort of predictions. Uh, and yeah, it just feels wild that like it's only three weeks away.
1: <laughs> yeah, remember when we got like the the command cycle, and they're like, "Wow, this is really early. Like, can't believe we know this. This is so far yeah. out. We won't get any more strict Heaven spoilers for ages." And now suddenly, with three weeks out from the set being released in paper, it's uh, the hype cycle's real. Yeah.
0: So the big full, uh, exciting stream is is on Thursday this week, um, where they'll be they'll probably put on quite a few cards and they'll give away sort of the key mechanics and talk about the plane and do that that really cool like hype video that they've done for for every set since Eldraine, I guess. Really.
1: Yeah. So I wonder what musical genre they'll use as a crutch for this one?
0: Oh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing the the trailer, the the overly dramatic trailer. I think it, it, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yep. Uh, yeah. So before that, we have got two brand new previews, um, which went along with advertisements for the stream, uh, and they came from from Day Nine, which is somebody we've seen do a lot of stuff for Magic mm-hmm. over the, over the past decade at least, uh, and then the other preview was from Danny Trejo.
1: I have some feelings about that.
0: Yeah, it's, I, again, somebody who has done stuff for Magic before, like also with with Day Nine, um, but it's bizarre, right? It's really bizarre.
1: It's very, it's very strange to me the way they like to doll out some of these some of these previews and stuff. Like, it seems like they often want to, you know, push content creators up, maybe give them to people who haven't had previews before, yeah, and and you know, make people visit their site, their podcast, their um, their videos, whatever. Or maybe you know, it's established people who they want to keep in their uh, keeping their roster of people yep. and, and and keep them taking over and, and make them you know part of the magic family. Um, I feel like millionaire, internationally famous actors don't really need that kind of hype, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: I just don't, I just don't get it. Like, I just, I don't understand it. Like, wh-
1: why, why, Danny Trejo? Like, I mean, if you're gonna reprint Trusty Machete, sure, <laughs> give it to Danny Trejo because that's not a very interesting thing. Right, so card. so it's funny. so this is the
0: thing: if you go to, to Danny Trejo's website and go onto his shop, uh, you can purchase autographed copies of Trusty Machete from him for like thirty to thirty-five dollars.
1: Yeah, from Zendikar, right?
0: Yeah, but you can or also you print can print also too. purchase Lanawar Elves signed by him, uh, and yeah, Bone Saw signed sense. by him, and Throwing Knife signed by him, and Merfolk Assassin signed by him. And Kambal, Consul of Allocation, signed by him.
1: Kambal, Consul of, <laughs> uh, Does It It looks a bit like him, right? I guess so. And it's got like a Fu Manchu and yeah. it's kind of old.
0: <laughs> Butcher's Cleaver, also signed by him for $30. And Oathspawn Vampire. Also,
1: but man, if like, he's just, he's just he's, he's found a hustle, right?
0: I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm not knocking the grift. Like 100 go for it. Like I would if I was him. Not knocking that. It's just weird. It's really really strange.
1: It's extremely strange. No, I, I will give you that. Yeah, like um, that.
0: And then there was also the um the Valentine's Day Arena event a couple of years ago where it was they you could play yeah. with like special decks and you had. An avatar where one person was Day Nine, and the other person was Danny Trejo. Like, like Danny Trejo was coded into Arena. <laughs> it's just bizarre to me. Like, I just I don't I don't understand it. I don't necessarily dislike it. I just I just don't know why.
1: It's it's very weird. It's 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 extremely weird. And uh, yeah, I share all of the same sentiments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, the card you previewed is pretty good. Oof,
0: yeah, I, this is this is like my invitational card. Uh, I guess I guess yeah. let just let's just talk about it to get it out of the way. This is Professor Onyx. It's four black black for a legendary planeswalker, Liliana. Uh, it has a static ability, Magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Plus one, you lose one life. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Minus three, each opponent sacrifices a creature of the greatest power among creatures that player controls. And minus eight, each opponent may discard a card. If they don't, they lose three life. Repeat this process six more times.
1: I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about this, but I probably could. What? What? What's happening? I... Why have we got, why have we got, like, Professor McGonagall Liliana... Why? Being pre- previewed by was...
0: Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh,
1: I, uh, it's it's weird. It's why is she called Professor Onyx and not wherever her name was in the world's back But Anna Fiora Talk about. Yeah. Why? Why isn't that a name?
0: I, I I don't know. One can only assume that. Why doesn't
1: she look remotely like Liliana?
0: <laughs> yeah. One can only assume that that she planes walked to, whatever plane Strixhaven's on and went. Oh, I'm Anna Fiora. And they went, What, Professor Onyx? And she went, Yeah.
1: And just ran with it. <laughs> yeah, the, know, old, the old Gideon trick. Hell yeah. It's the, the himbo tactic. Yeah, the himbo strats. Oh, you don't know my name and I'm not going to correct you for, forever. <laughs> yeah. for, for, for Until I literally die and then on my tombstone you're going to put the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this card's good. It's cool. Um, a lot of people are losing their minds, mainly thirsty nerds. Yeah. Who also lost their minds about um, whatever that character is from that Resident Evil game or whatever, like the nine foot vampire lady. Oh yeah, it's got real, real vat vibes. Well, that's um, that's
0: coming. That's coming later. I think. I think that comes in. Oh, I guess that's something we can talk about too. That's coming in later in uh, the Innistrad set this year because they said it's going to be the biggest vampire wedding in history, and that nine foot yeah. vampire is the biggest vampire I know.
1: <laughs> you know her personally. That's nice. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot, lot, a lot of people that want to get in contact with her if you uh, if you'd oblige. <laughs> I mean, I say get in contact with it, probably. Doing savoury things. It, that, that's the vibe I'm getting from this Liliana. Yeah. Um, ma- Magecraft is cool.
0: I love that's, Magecraft. Like, as somebody who plays Storm and Legacy, it's it's very much just like Tendrils of Agony, just, but an ability.
1: It's just opposite, opposite Storm, right? Yeah. Magecraft is opposite Storm. You cast the spell and then do the storming, yeah. as opposed to casting your spells and then casting the Storm card.
0: It's not even Which when you cast, cool. it, it's when you cast or copy. That's
1: or copy. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Which I imagine is what wizards are going to do on this plane. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and then it does some Liliana things that Liliana does a lot, and does a Torment of Hellfire. Yeah, I seven times.
0: I love it. I, I mean, obviously the fact that I cost six mana is is the the, the big downside. Uh, and plus, like the fact that it says like each opponent makes me think that this is probably designed for commander in mind maybe it'll see some standard play maybe not given the way standard is currently uh, but i i just love that this this feels like old planeswalker design it's it's six mana it's got a plus one that draws a card A mine it's got a plus that draws a card a minus that kills a creature and an ultimate that wins the game
1: yeah
0: that's like good. yeah the fire design is dead old planeswalkers are back i love it
1: don't say that (laughs) do not tempt fate like that (laughs) you know we're going to get something broken in this set. yeah possibly (laughs) fire design is dead because of this one shut up I think it's kind of cool yeah the fact that Danny Dreher previewed it is extremely strange and the more I think about it the less I like it Um, not that I dislike Danny Dreher I just think it's a weird thing for him to have done Um, and yeah uh, cool Opposite Storm and a Liliana that does Liliana things, but is called Professor Onyx for some reason. Yeah, it I'm looking forward like to find
0: out the, the law behind it. Definitely, it's uh, it's a whole lot of lot of confusing things. But I, I don't know. Maybe maybe this this like once again this this is potentially a missed opportunity. Like, imagine if this was the card revealed at the end of the of the video package that they show on Thursday. Like. If they just, just use the other card to, to get people excited, so they come and look at the stream and then they do their video package and then at the end they reveal Professor Onyx, Luliana, and that would have been cool and exciting.
1: But no, before the before the previous stream where everyone was expecting previews and in the midst of when people are still opening their time boxes and getting excited about that brand new set that just came out with all the cool, exciting old border cards, uh, you get D-list celebrity Danny Trejo, who's only famous for having a dismembered head on a tortoise rolling around the desert, reveal a very exciting card. That seems better. Oh, he's That's a much better business tactic He's famous for a lot more than that Oh the old El Paso adverts
0: No like, like I don't know Like all of his films
1: Yeah I know I was making a joke Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even make a joke anymore At Benny <laughs> Trejo's expense
0: I'm just, I'm just confused <laughs> I'm just really confused by everything going on right now
1: <laughs> It's very odd It's very odd I, uh, I, it, yeah. Just like they picked a celebrity Who's vaguely interested in magic And just clung on for dear life as if no other celebrities play Magic and it's just, just Danny Dreher that they choose. Again, I don't dislike the man. I just think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very weird. Should we, should we move on to a, a less a less perplexing preview that we got today Yeah,
0: also? Yeah, I mean, it's still pretty perplexing, though, but let, let's go for it. So the other one, which is previewed by Day9, is Cosmina Enigma Sage. Uh, it's one green-blue for a legendary planeswalker, Cosmina. Uh, has a static ability of uh, each of a planeswalker you control has the loyalty abilities of Kazmina Enigma Sage. Has plus two, scry one. Minus X, create a zero, zero green and blue fractal creature token. Put X plus one plus one counters on it. Then minus eight, search your library for an instant or sorcery card that shares a colour with this planeswalker. Exile that card, then shuffle. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost.
1: You nearly said your library.
0: Nearly did. Nearly did.
1: <laughs> Feels wrong
0: to not say it, but yeah. It
1: does, doesn't it? Uh, I love this card. This card's amazing. I have no idea how good it is, but I love everything about it. The art is incredible. Yeah. I I, I love it. And the colour palette. And a blue green planeswalker. And a proper, actual mythic planeswalker for Cosmina. Yeah. Um, And it has a static ability because apparently all planeswalkers have static abilities now. It's just a thing we do. The static ability is wild.
0: Yeah, the static um, ability is very interesting. Um, I... I don't know. I don't know. I think, like... It's going to be very good in standard in conjunction with Teferi Master Time. Because uh, mm-hmm. rather than just plus one to Teferi, you get a plus two Teferi. Like, every turn. And that gets you to turn a lot faster.
1: Yeah, if you can do that at instant speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like... Kind of protects itself a little bit, but it puts itself to one and only makes a one-one. Yeah. Um, Scry one isn't as good as draw a card. I don't know why I said that. It's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> um, and it's minus eight, does a stupid thing that doesn't even win the game. But I love this card a lot, and I love Casmina, and I also love that the art is a continuation of just looking exactly like Nissa Cosplay. Yeah. Casmina's <laughs> <laughs> just modeled after her at this point, right? Because the resemblance was uncanny on the War of the Spark card, but this one's just—it just looks exactly like it.
0: Yeah, that, that cosplay she did for Kasmina was incredible. Absolutely, just the best the man, the the cosplay I've ever seen. Yeah, amazing. the glowing eyes, the the whole thing—it was oh, it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic.
1: Um, I guess I love Kasmina now.
0: This, yeah, the cards, the card's certainly interesting. Um, it's it's nice to see a a three mana valued, uh, blue green mythic that Ugh. isn't going to break the game. I don't know. It might do. I doubt it. I doubt it. It's it's cool and interesting though. I, I like that it makes fractal creatures. That's cool. Um, it, I think given given plus two to uh, like the War of the Spark, like minus planeswalkers, is is quite good as well. I think. Uh, so you could play yeah. this with um, with Narset from, from War of the Spark and put counters on That's That's quite good.
1: That's that's certainly interesting. Like giving all those planeswalkers a plus is, yeah. it it really changes their value. If you just like if you just tack plus two Scry one onto Narset and then this Casmina also gets to just be a planeswalker and Scry one and be a value engine anyway. Yeah, definitely. Or make a very powerful
0: make a blocker to to keep the Narset alive. Like yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's 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 certainly got a lot of potential to be powerful, uh, and also pitch of the force will. So yeah, <laughs> you never know. Also seen, also tutors uh, force as as well. It does... You may cast that card without paying its mana card. You just immediately pay it. Yeah. You, immediately play, you can immediately put a Force one on the stack if you... It's not even a choice. You don't get to do it in response to anything. I guess yeah. if you had to ferry. Temporal Archmage, it's the one from Commander 14, Yeah. that allows you to... That has an emblem, if you get to that point, that allows you to activate planeswalker things at instant speed. You could use cast me just minus eight <laughs> to, <laughs> to get a foursome. To foursome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at instant speed that's the thing That's I'm going to do that
0: I mean somebody is at some point right that's, that's, that's yeah. going right. like, to be right
1: yeah Yeah, it, it's, some,
0: it's something that's certainly possible so it, it will happen like the chances that it will happen by somebody somewhere at some FNM one time and then they just never shut up for the rest of their life about it absolutely will happen
1: Yes, and they shouldn't shut up. That's an excellent yeah, thing to do.
0: I fully, fully agree.
1: Cool, right. Those Planeswalkers are good. I look forward to being wrong about them.
0: Yeah, I think it, it's cool. <laughs> um, so we've got Kazmina, I, I guess what feels like her first proper Planeswalker card, and then we've got Liliana returning and a Planeswalker card. So now we can we can assume that the the third and final Planeswalker in the set is going to be the Kenriffs, because we've seen them on, on all of the packaging at this point. Uh, yep. So I think it'll be interesting to see whether or not like, like how they, they they do them in this set? Because we've had them as two individual cards, and we've had them as the Royal Scions So I think it'll be interesting to see whether they put them as as a pair again on on one card. Or we do know that um, that the dual face cards are returning in this set. So I think it'd be quite interesting to have two of them on the same card, sort of one on each side. I think that would be quite cool.
1: Yeah, you can cast either Will or Rowan. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be very
0: cool. I like, I think that would be cool. But I guess I guess we'll see you on <clears> Thursday <throat> if not
1: if not before. <laughs> yeah, just randomly whenever they feel like just ruining the most exciting cards that they have ready to show us. Uh <laughs> should we move on to the, the Strixhaven teaser?
0: Yeah, let's go for it. So it, it's it's an interesting one, some good ones. Uh there's definitely a couple of I guess points on the teasers that that has already been crossed off thanks to Professor Onyx and Kazmina Enigma Sage. But yes. yeah let's start from the Um, top so first up some things you can expect in Strixhaven Uh, number one a white card with the rules text draw three cards
1: and it also says each opponent draws three cards and slaps you in the face (laughs) yeah I can only imagine it
0: is white but it is also blue and it's it's Sphinx's revelation
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is a white card but also it is every other color (laughs) Um, yeah I, I assume it's a white card that says draw three cards but also it's bad Or costs 18 mana. Or does something for your opponents. Like, you know, when Mario said that um, Happily Ever After was white card draw, and actually it's card disadvantage (laughs) because all your opponents draw cards as well. I imagine just something like that. Like each opponent draws two cards and you draw three, which isn't good if you're playing a game of commander. Yeah. Because your opponents have drawn six cards and you've drawn three. So I imagine this card will be bad. I really hope it's not, but it will be.
0: Oh, it'll be like get
1: a white harmonise.
0: Five mana, draw three cards, discard three cards. Yeah, something like that. I, I, yeah. I can't imagine. That yet. I can't imagine it's going to be too exciting. But it, it, at the end of the day, it's a white card that says draw three cards. That's a lot better than white has currently. Uh, and sure. you know, even if it has to be bad, just giving white access to the things that all of the others, all like all the other colors can do anyway is. It's something they need to be doing.
1: Yeah. Destroy all your creatures. Draw three cards. For six mana.
0: Draw three cards. You lose the game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's honestly the level I'm expecting.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not expecting much from it either, but... You know, if all of the other colours are doing it, the white needs to too. It really does. Cool, so next up we have a Planeswalker you know, but not as you know them. So... Uh
1: I called it, but it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. This is this is Professor Onyx. We we know this. Uh, it's not a Johnny without his fursuit, suit, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> no one wanted that, Joe. <laughs> Where we find out a Johnny's in a furry the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's just some human dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that might still happen. It, I mean, yeah, you never I know. Hope that, it it
0: could be the yeah, the Ken is just a just a bait and switch, and they aren't actually in the set. It's just fursuitless uh, suitless Ajani.
1: Please move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we we've got this one. It's Professor Onyx. It's it's always going to be weird to me. I think, but you're right. Let's move on. So next up, we have a card featuring Paolo Vito D'Omita Rosa's likeness for winning the world championship.
1: There aren't many calls I can make. It's probably a wizard. Yeah,
0: I would assume it's a wizard.
1: Probably a human wizard. Yeah, that's 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 all I that's all I have.
0: Yeah, same. I I, I think it's I, it's obviously going to be a creature. Um, yeah, definitely human wizard. Any guess at what color it would be?
1: Either white, blue, red, black, or green
0: yeah <laughs> one of the colors yeah sure yeah <laughs> it will be a color yeah I I think I think it's it's more likely to be like blue or, or white maybe I think it's gonna be quite far removed from what we saw for for Javier Dominguez I think like they are probably gonna to try to do lots of different types of, of, of creatures as opposed to just like the same thing over and over again but just a, a different face on it.
1: I don't really know what Paolo's known for.
0: Being arguably the best magic player. Like.
1: Yeah, well, outside of that, but like what's his style? I mean you know when you think of like John Finkel, you think of what John Finkel plays, and you think of LSV, you think of, you know, convoluted control yeah. decks and, and food. stuff and... Yeah, yeah. And I guess when you think of Javier Dominguez, you think of attacking with red creatures. Yeah. So what do you think of when you think of P V? Nothing. I don't know. Just, being a nice man. <laughs> yeah, just just being good,
0: being smart. Like how blue? I Big guess. Brain. I guess. Yeah. Big brain plays.
1: Yeah.
0: I I I would I would guess it's going to be a blue card at
1: this point. Cool. But we'll see. That's a bold take.
0: Cool. Uh, so next up, a card which also might be a blue card is a, a spell with three X's in its mana cost.
1: Um, this is one of the ones where it looks exciting but isn't yeah then it'll just be like a card that if it had two X's would be too powerful and it has three X's so it'll be like deal X damage to each creature and each creature in a different player's match <laughs> and it'll be red 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 XXX X, X, and it will be medium
0: <laughs> yeah I I think it's either going to be like XXX red uh, deal X damage to X number of targets, or it'll be XXX blue, like scry X, then draw X cards.
1: Yeah, it'll be something that has to be overcasted, otherwise it'd be too good. Yeah. and I, But it's the first time it, we've got three X's in the man cost, so that'd be cool.
0: Yeah. It might even like actually still just be good enough to see play as well, if it is, if it is either of those cards. So yeah, I, that's
1: very, true. I think that's very be true. interesting to see. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, next, we have introduction of a new evergreen keyword.
1: Now I assume this is gonna be a returning keyword that's being made evergreen, like we have with Scry. Yeah. So I am assuming I like I know treasure's not a keyword, but treasure has been kind of deciduous and kind of evergreen. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe treasure's becoming just gonna be in every set a bit now. Uh but then again it kind of is in every set, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh I, I think I think I think this one's gonna be cycling.
1: Cycling would be so good. Yeah, I
0: think like we we've seen cycling in tons of sets recently as as well. Uh, there's probably a bit more to talk about when it comes to cycling when we get a little bit further down this list. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I think I think cycling is is definitely definitely a good one. I mean, every mechanic cycling, right? Every mechanic cycling or, or kicker. Uh,
1: pretty much. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I would really. And it makes sense as well, like it is, it is a keyword that fits on any plane Yeah And makes sense in every context, like Scry So like Scry was a Mirrodin thing Yeah And it, it was never tied to Mirrodin, and then it was a Theros thing And that's not really, a, and now it's just an everything thing So I, I think, when I think cycling, I don't think cat. <laughs> I think cycling Yeah, so you, you don't
0: think Ikoria, you don't think like, Dominaria I don't think Ikoria don't at think, all, yeah. I forgot that cycling was in Ikoria Yeah, yeah
1: that uh, I haven't kept was the only set I could think of that it was yeah. in. <laughs> outside of like Onslaught. Yes, yeah, I would be cool, and that would make sense. As well. That'd be cool. I'd like that a lot.
0: Cool. So next up, we have a Red Sorcery that you can have as many copies in your deck as you want.
1: Um, probably be quite bad.
0: Yeah i I think this is probably going to be something like um like what was that card from Ravnica was it like Goblin Gathering was that was it called that I think it'll be something like that where like it'll be make x like make make one or like make two one one goblins repeat this for each card named this in your graveyard you may have any number of copies of this in your deck I think it'll be something like um, like that
1: like accumulated knowledge or yeah 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 yeah, because we've not seen them do um, a card that doesn't have the restrictions on the number you can have in your deck outside of creatures before. Yeah. So obviously we had persistent petitioners and seven dwarves. I guess specifically you can have seven. So yeah, sorcery, I, that's that's the way things we be, because like the, the creatures we've had before have been kind of underwhelming unless you have like 50. Yeah. And even then they're not great. They're just kind of a meme you do in, in Commander or whatever. So it'd be weird to have a sorcery because like, I can't imagine that like, doing anything good.
0: Yeah. Because like,
1: was... even, even like uh, you know Two red dealer damage is probably pretty good if you can have 10 copies of it. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. Uh, I think, yeah, it was, it was Goblin Gathering from Raphne Curl Allegiance, which is two and a red for sorcery. Create a number of 1 1 red Goblin Creature tokens equal to two plus the number of cards named Goblin Gathering in your graveyard. Yes. Obviously, sure. not, not a very good card if you, you can only have four of them, but if you stick on, you may have any number of, as uh, many copies in this deck as you want, then yeah, maybe. Maybe it might be good then.
1: Yeah, it's possible. Um, I, I, I want to see what it is. I want to see yeah. how they manage to make a, a non-creature be the kind of thing you can break the limit for on. It's an interesting design space that I didn't really expect them to explore, so that's nice.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's cool. Cool. So Next up, we have a future-shifted card appearing for the first time in a premiere set other than Future Sight.
1: So a card from Future Sight, right?
0: Yeah, a card a card from Future Sight that has not had a reprint. Uh, obviously, Masters sets and Commander stuff doesn't count. So it's called it that hasn't been in the standard set.
1: It's going to be something bad, right? Like Nessian Corsa. Nessian Corsa, that's the one, right? It's like two and a green for a 3 3. Uh, potentially. And it, and it, I mean. It was in Future Sight, but it was also in like a Theros set and it was just kind of bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, potentially, but I don't know. I don't know. C- can. Like, will there be Centaurs on the plane? Is that a thing?
1: No, I'm not saying it's, like, specifically Nessian Causa, but okay, one sure. of those cards, right? Like, the wizard cycling one.
0: Yeah, potentially. I, 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 Yeah, I was thinking that, like, maybe it could be Logic Knot, given that it's, like, <sighs> a spell all about, like, it's a plain all about spells and wizardry. You think Logic Knot would be quite good in standard currently?
1: No, I've got it. It's the, it's the Vidalcan, whatever his face is, and it has three-mana wizard cycling, and that goes perfectly with your new evergreen keyword idea of cycling being in the set.
0: Oh, Yeah.
1: And you have Wizard Cycling, and that's kind of a cool card because obviously Strixhaven is the plane of, well, the set of wizards, and yes. you have a Wizard Cycling card. Let me just find out what it's called Wizard Cycling. The Dolcan Aether Mage. It yes. is a 2 mana 1 2 with Flash. When it comes into play, return target Sliver to Insurna's hand. No, that's yeah, not know. happening. <laughs> that's not happening, but it has Wizard Cycling 3, so I thought maybe it'd be something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll probably just be like, either of an creature or a creature that doesn't do anything interesting and was probably interesting when it was a feature shifted card but now that we're in you know 2021 where all magic cards are completely busted it will be bad <laughs> all right, it's, it's going to be sort
0: of spell weaver volute isn't it enchant yeah, instant card like in a that. graveyard whenever you play a sorcerer spell copy the enchanted instant card you may play the copy without paying it's mana cost if you do remove the enchanted card from the game then attach spell weaver volute to another instant card in a graveyard and we know that magecraft is a is a thing so maybe it's going to be that
1: yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, tying it to to um, to Mage Magecraft. Yeah, Magecraft um, would would make sense. Like Spell with a Value, it's a cool a, a cool card that like would be nice for them to find a proper standard set for it to have home in. So it be that. Yeah, I imagine. Oh, I cool. guess
0: I guess the the of ev- the ev- 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 option could be Lanessa Zephyr Mage, maybe.
1: What's What's that?
0: Uh, it's a legendary creature, human wizard. It's a three-three. It has X blue blue tap. Return target creature of converted mana cost X to its owner's hand, and then has the uh, ability Grandeur. Discard another card named Lanessa Zephyr Mage. Target player returns a creature they control to their owner's hand. Then repeats this process for an artifact an enchantment on a land. um Maybe, maybe not. Probably wouldn't maybe reprint Grandeur. Good. Yeah,
1: Grandeur is a terrible mechanic, but I doubt they want to reprint. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I, th- I I think my money's on spellweave elite for that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, and it makes make sense in the context of the of the of the set and um, of magecraft, which we assume is the new mechanic for the set.
0: Yeah. Cool. Oh. Okay. Would be interesting to keep an eye on that one then. I think definitely. Uh, so next up, we have a multi dual face card with the uh, modal dual face card. Is that is that the the acronym?
1: Modal double-faced card. Modal
0: double-faced card with the same card type on both sides that hasn't
1: been printed before. Now, I was thinking, because of the the Kenrith thing you said earlier, this would be Planeswalker, but we've had double-faced Planeswalkers before, and a Garrick Relentless. That's true. So I don't know if that counts as an MDFC, because that's just a DFC which has had Planeswalkers on both sides. Yeah. But is this specifically an MDFC with the same card type on both yeah sides
0: specifically says an MDFC with the same card type on both sides that hasn't been printed
1: before same card type on both sides as lands currently so this could be anything yeah <laughs> um like any MDFC we've had with the same card type is just lands yep. we haven't had spell spell we haven't had creature creature so could, could be anything it could I be anything creature
0: I I don't know like, I I I, I'm, st- I'm still sticking with, with the Kenriffs for this one. Uh, just because I, I think that would be really oh, yeah. cool. Like being able to have them both in play at the same time as well. And
1: yeah, that would be really, really cool. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like I, to I see that personally.
0: There. So I, I'm going to gonna stick my prediction on that one, definitely.
1: Yeah, let's, let's have it as that, but I, it, it could be anything. Yeah.
0: Uh, so next up, we have a card sharing something never shared before.
1: That's Kasmina. That
0: is. That is Kasmina Enigma Sage in uh, her static ability. Being able to share her loyalty abilities about. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, in this this first part here, we have a cycle of enemy dual lands, finishing off a ten-card cycle.
1: Um, this could be a lot, really. Um, yeah. I would like it to be the Amonkhet cycling bicycle lands. Yep.
0: I think Which, that's... again,
1: would make set for you calling cycling. Yep. Um, I would like it to be the battle lands from Battle Zendikar. Um those are the two I think because I can't really think of any of the cycles that we haven't had the yeah I, I think it's or? going
0: to be the cycling lands definitely like the fact that Maro's used the word cycle twice here uh and yeah it, it w- would link in with them making cycling a keyword as well I just love those lands as well I think they' they're fantastic lands.
1: Um, I would be a big fan of, of completing that cycle. I just I'm a big fan of completing any yeah, any land cycle, honestly. Same. Um, especially coming off of Victoria with the with the triumphs. Yeah. And it'd be nice to actually have the the, the 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 dual cycling lands finished before we get the other triumphs. Yeah,
0: definitely. Cool. So yeah, I I think that's lots of things to get excited about there uh, in those previews. And then he's also put some some snippets from rules text that appear in the set. These are quite interesting too. Uh, so first up we've got search your library and graveyard for up to four creature cards with different names I imagine this card will be bad. Yeah quite probably. Uh, Then we then next up we have otherwise put a study counter on it.
1: If this permanent has ten study counters on it draw a card otherwise put a study counter on it.
0: Something like that probably yeah I assume this is going to be an artifact It'll be yeah, like we had some have, um, sort of book, some sort of tome. You tap it, to yeah. do some studying, and then eventually you get a big payoff once it's got X number of study counters on it.
1: Yeah, we've seen we've seen this mechanic loads and loads of times. Yeah, where you put a counter on it, and if it has enough counters on it, you do another thing. Yeah, so that, yeah, I think like a, a tome or something, or like an artifact that's a library, maybe a, lab, yeah. a library or something like that will be. You, you study, and then you get to draw a card, probably.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, next up we have, whenever a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability to trigger.
1: Uh, whenever a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability to trigger... I don't know, put this card in your EDH deck?
0: Yeah, c- copy that ability.
1: Yeah, it'd probably be copy that ability. Put
0: a counter on this, or, yeah.
1: Cool, I love them designing cards for EDH.
0: Next up is, untap each creature you control, then tap any number of creatures you control
1: do the mexican wave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um uh I imagine we're going to have to care about creatures being tapped or untapped. Yeah, which would possibly which would play nicely with the dwarves from Kaldheim caring about untapping. Yeah. Or being tapped or whatever. I don't know. It again probably not a good card, but interesting. Yeah, probably interesting not a good card,
0: but certainly some sort of build around EDH theme.
1: Mhm.
0: And next up, we have pay 10 life.
1: And draw three cards. That's the white, <laughs> one. <laughs> That's the white one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, probably wouldn't be that bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, like, if it wins you the game, you pay 19 life to draw, like, one card, so why not?
1: I've done that before in Commander, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, next up, we have repeat this process six more times.
1: That's your Professor Onyx. That is
0: Professor Onyx right there. Then we have each... Uh, no, after this we have pests, bats, insects, snakes and spiders.
1: That's just the uh, inside of most magic players' dwellings.
0: it <laughs> has gotta be like, uh, like either a land that puts a counter on those types of creatures or it'll be a creature with protection from, right?
1: Yeah, it'll be like the school janitor. Yeah. <laughs> it has protection from pests, bats, insects, snakes and spiders. Oh my. man ma- I- this is, I don't want to say it's a shame that we don't get to do Harry Potter versions of these cards, but this set was so clearly created with that in mind. Yeah, definitely. And it's clearly going to have so many tropes from that. Like even earlier, I said with uh, Professor Onyx looking Professor McGonagally, um and like pests, bats, and spiders, and it's, like it's it's so Hogwarts. I feel bad for the people that designed this set, clearly evoking themes of Harry Potter for Harry Potter just to be completely wiped from everyone's minds by JK Rowling being a gigantic turd. Um, I just, I think it's a a shame for the people that have put a lot of effort into designing it and bringing it in and evoking that sort of, that sort of theme. I don't think it's a shame that we've forgotten about Harry Potter because, fuck that woman. But you know, you know what I mean. Like, I just yeah. think it's it, it's so clearly inspired by that that it would have been cool to have that come full circle and like be able to appreciate it for for the work that's going into it. Yeah,
0: totally, totally I agree but with that. Human
1: beings are horrible, so we can't do that anymore. Cool.
0: <sighs> Next up, we have each mode must target a different player.
1: Um, some kind of shit commander card. They've designed thinking yeah. that's what we want, but it does it isn't.
0: Oh, that'll be the white card. With, draw three cards. <laughs> <laughs> you can you yeah, can draw like, three cards, but your opponent gains twenty life. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be like target player draws three cards. Put a one-one counter on each creature. Target player controls, controls. gained five thousand life. Yeah, and it'll be a white card. <laughs> and they each have to target a different player. Easy, we cracked it. <laughs>
0: Uh, then we've got whenever an opponent activates an ability that isn't a mana ability.
1: Are we getting a reprint of Runic Armistar?
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: Or um, whatever the card is from Amonkhet. The red card that cares about activating abilities.
0: Oh, um... Harsh Mentor, that's the one.
1: That's the one? Yeah. yeah it'd be like Whenever an opponent activates an ability that isn't a mana ability either draw a card or deal to damage or gain two life or...
0: Draw three cards.
1: Scry (laughs) one. But it costs 100 mana. It'll be some kind of hate bearish style card in that vein, I think.
0: Cool. And we have where X is the number of cards in your library.
1: Um, Gain X life? Maybe, yeah. Draw X cards? Draw X cards where X
0: is the number of cards in your library.
1: Yeah, it could be like a 12 mana spell. We had like into the infinite, right? Yeah. Maybe.
0: Maybe. So like it would be cool. It would be cool to see something like that, definitely. Yeah, especially, I guess definitely. especially with Thassa's Oracle and Standard as well. Like maybe that's something there.
1: Yeah, but it will cost like a, an exorbitant amount of mana. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a thing they could do.
0: Yeah, I'm down for that. If if that is a thing, then I'm I'm so down for that.
1: Yeah, because we had um, not parent into the abyss or whatever it was from. Core twenty one. it was like. Draw a shit ton of cards. Like oh yeah, card yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, like they're not scared of printing mass draw spells.
0: Yeah, that's true. So like, that maybe true. this has
1: another caveat, like a downside.
0: Cool. Uh, so then, finally, here are some creature types from the set. So we have a turtle druid.
1: Uh huh. That's cool.
0: Bird warlock.
1: <laughs> also cool.
0: Loving that, definitely. Frog wizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite one so far. I'm loving that too. I think that that's got to be like, like I know, some some student that's awful at potions that's made a potion, drank it, and turned himself into a frog, right?
1: I hope so. Yeah, and I hope that person is Jace. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then we have spirit dwarf.
1: Dead dwarf. That's not very nice. Yeah. A bit Though bizarre, I guess spirits are kind of uh, because of the the hold command, spirits are a little bit different on this plane. Yeah. So, maybe it's not a dead dwarf.
0: Oh, it's still a dead dwarf. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) My mistake.
0: (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have Troll Druid. For all you World of Warcraft fans out there.
1: uh, Only if it's a Zandalari Troll Druid. I can't believe that we haven't had Troll Druid before. Yeah, same. Is Troll Druid not. Because we've had Troll Shaman, right? Yeah. Have we really not had Troll Druid before? Apparently not, no. Interesting. Not very exciting, but interesting that we haven't had that before.
0: Now, on the flip side, something which I think is very exciting is I bat. You bat. I bat. Do you? I
1: do. do. <laughs> <laughs> bat. <laughs> Cr- cricket, baseball.
0: I. <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited for this card. Like it, it's it's going to be a terrible terrible draft common but. The fact that we've got a new eye creature is, is very exciting. And one that is a legitimate eye creature and not a changeling. Like, I love this. Big fan of this.
1: Yeah. Have we had creature type eye before? Yeah, we have. Like, what was, like, Eye of Erbug called? Was it an eye? Was it creature eye? I thought it was it, like, a creature beast or something stupid? Uh,
0: I'm not sure, but we've had Evil Eye of Orms by gore.
1: Yeah, what creature type is that?
0: Eye.
1: Oh, is it a creature type eye? Yeah, yeah very difficult discussing eyes with someone from the northeast <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's from from i guess originally it was um it was an evil eye when it was in legends
1: that's different then and this then, is I, a very good eye bat yes yeah, so it was it's an evil eye, evil eye in
0: legends and i think it was a horror it was a to a horror and then since yeah, then in thought, time yeah. spiral it was changed to an eye
1: that's cool okay
0: so now we've got our first our first new eye since time spiral i believe
1: I bat yeah. yeah like I said it'll be a terrible draft comment but still cool
0: yeah I love it and then we've got some legendary creatures so this is obviously exciting for all you commander players out there we have vampire warlock
1: that sounds like an indie band
0: uh, orc shaman
1: I again, again genuinely can't believe we haven't had an orc shaman before shout
0: out to you all the warcraft players again and <laughs> uh, we have dryad druid it's fun to say it Is, is that like, then- say that ten times Dryad Druid, Dryad Druid, Dryad Druid, Dryad Druid, Dryad Druid, Dryad Druid, I've lost count.
1: There you go. <laughs> Perfect.
0: And then, finally, the most exciting one for me, at least, is Legendary Artifact Creature Construct.
1: Um, What if Khan's there is just, like, the headmaster of the school? That would be cool. Legendary Artifact Creature Construct. It's just emotionless, calm. Yeah. Trying to control some kids.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be fun. I'd I'd like that. <laughs> I love Khan. I just wish Khan was in every set. Like even if he doesn't get a card, just just put him there, hanging out in the background, like the wanderer. Yeah.
1: Khan's just there, just doing his due diligence, trying to find, uh, just just scoping out the place, you know.
0: Yeah, scoping out the place, looking for Phyrexians to blow up. Sounds <laughs> good to me.
1: As we all are, from time to time. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I think what it's is, cool.
0: I guess there's there's one more thing to, I guess, drop in, is that we've also had, not from this post, but from a different BloggerTog post, uh, Morrow has confirmed that the, the Elder Dragons will be in uh, will also be either, well, he didn't say whether they'd be in the set or whether they'd be the commander, uh, like the face cards for the commander decks, but we will be getting the Elder Dragons, definitely. Which we are the,
1: have one of the face cards for the commander decks, right? And it's not a dragon do a human person, I believe, or a humanoid at least.
0: Then uh, I assume the elder dragons will be in the set, then,
1: which would be cool. Just yeah. Finally, get some enemy colored elder dragons. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I am about as excited for the set as I was before, which was pretty excited. So, good job, Mero, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. hasn't made me hate the set.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, th- there's nothing here that seems like ridiculous or kind of stands out as anything to be. Worried about, and I think, like, given the way these have gone in the past, I think, yeah, the ones that might seem exciting are probably going to be underwhelming, but yeah,
1: because you don't think about them after after the fact once the cards have come out and you see yeah. the scroll nightmare, you're like, okay, <laughs> you don't, you don't, you know, you know, it's not as exciting as when you read it for the first time,
0: yeah. Although, I don't know, Professor Onyx is it? probably going to be quite exciting, I think, for for a long time.
1: It just sounds like a Pokemon professor.
0: It hundred uh, percent that's what I've thought as well. It's like Professor, professor Oaks. Oak's Professor Oak's been murdered by an onyx and the onyx is now wearing his clothes. <laughs> that would be so good. It's just a just a giant onyx, like <laughs> with like a tiny little Professor Oak like lab coat on him just smeared in blood from the horrific uh, um, <laughs> acts he's just committed. And Ash walks in like I'm um, here to here to pick up my, my starter Pokemon and there's just an onyx staring (laughs) him down like that's the world that's the Pokemon I want to see this this is this is is it this is the this is the new universe beyond it's Professor Honest Is uh
1: murderous Honest (laughs) it's just a lab coat like flapping in the wind off one of its spines (laughs) and it's just got like a tiny pair of glasses on the end of its nose (laughs) oh my god that's so funny that's all I've been thinking of this entire time
0: yep I wonder. I wonder if we will see like a Pokemon crossover with universes beyond because that's going to be weird, right?
1: Well, yeah, but now if it doesn't have a homicidal Onyx in it, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> we've had we've had Detective Pikachu. Now it's time for Professor Onyx. Yeah, perfect. For <laughs> <laughs> the love, of God. Ah, good, good. I'm glad that mental image is in my head now.
0: Thank Hell you. Hell yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it it. Again, just feels really strange that Strixhaven is out in three weeks' time. It feels like it's, I don't know, like, not quite like, like, not that it's, it's quite crept up. Because it, it feels like Cal Time was a long time ago at this point, but it, it just feels like they've done that thing again where they've gone, oh, here's a supplementary product, and then, like, literally the second that supplementary product has been released, it's all here's look here's the, this new thing look at this new thing forget about that thing you've opened like a minute ago which, which... we saw happen with like Conspiracy 2 and Conspiracy yeah. 2 really did not get a chance to shine because it was it was over and done with like it pretty much as soon as the set came out there was previews for the, for the next set and I think it's a bit of a different situation given exactly what type of set Time Spiral Remastered is and the fact that there's a global pandemic on and they can't reprint that set so it may as well just be dead and gone now uh, but it's, it yeah, it just feels wild that like three days ago I was super, super excited about all of these cool old boarded cards being opened and shared on social media. And now it's just done. It's done. We've moved on to the next thing now. Oh, it took a it's also days. frustrating
1: as an LGS. Yeah, I can like, imagine. It's very frustrating that, you know, you buy in all this product because you're like, okay, Double Masters is going to be really, really exciting. People are going to love this set. um and they do for a short while and then you get spoiled for a new thing and they move on and they don't want to buy that anymore they want to buy the new product for the new standard set and they're like, oh they're really excited for commander oh zendikar's come out yeah or the way around whichever you know oh we, we, zendikar we've got all the product for zendikar here you go oh here's commander legends and then you get a bit of time to break oh, Caltime, time and then just as you've started to hit peak supply of Caltime, time times I remastered and like honestly it's frustrating because we've got a bunch of double masters and commander legends just sitting on the shelf yeah, just unbought because you know the hype was there for that set and people were really into it but then they had something else to buy and people only have a finite amount of money <laughs> and we, 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 just, we just have surplus stock sitting on the shelves because we couldn't sell it because people were buying, they were still buying from us but they were buying the next product and they're buying the next product and they're buying singles from that previous product Rather than the sealed products, and it's 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 very frustrating to have this constant turnover of, of of stock and and products to have and not get a chance for them to actually sell. Yeah. But you know, as long as Watte keep making money, that's then it. Keep making money.
0: That's it. I guess one one final thing to touch on is like God, there's just been so much since we last did this. Like <laughs> the space of a couple of days, uh, yeah, we, right. we got some more information about the rest of the sets that are coming out this year. Uh, so we've got we know a little bit more about Modern Horizons 2 so we know that it's going to have draft boosters, set boosters, collector boosters and pre-release kits Uh, and Mm -hmm. yeah we know there are going to be new, there's like a new card style, a new card special frame treatment that they haven't revealed yet but they said there's going to be one so that's, that's exciting, potentially. Um, I, I don't it's
1: know. A, it's a nightmare for ordering stock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How many collector boxes do we buy? How many set boxes do we buy? How many draft boxes do we buy? How many bundles do we buy?
0: Yeah, given, like, collector boxes are going to be, like, 300 quid. I don't know. I don't envy you. I, don't I don't still envy. sell. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: I, I thought that when they did collector boxes for, for like, what was it? uh Drain at the time was the yeah. first collector collector, but it was like hundred and twenty pounds for a for a booster pack that only has um for a booster box that was it £120? £150? For a booster box that only has twelve businesses, no one will ever owe this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, yeah so they, some, they, they instantly
0: like, followed up four months later with oh a single booster pack for hundred pounds. Like And know.
1: people bought loads of those. Yep. So
0: cool, uh, we got a bit about the new Dungeons and Dragons set as well, uh, so they've said again reiterated that, oh this is not going to be uh, one of the universes beyond uh, said that it's going to be mixed with the everything you love about magic, mixed with the tropes and tools of Dungeons and Dragons for a flavorful and mechanically unique experience for players, I feel like they've used that that phrase on purpose, but there we go,
1: set us all, yep yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I mean- finally the uh, the most exciting thing I think, was that we got uh, we got some information that we kind of already knew about Innistrad, unfortunately, uh, through leaks. We got it confirmed. So there's going to be two Innistrad sets. It's Innistrad The Midnight Hunt and Innistrad Crimson Vow. Innistrad Midnight Hunt is released on September the 17th. And Innistrad Crimson Vow is released on November the 19th. Yep. It's going to be like eight weeks in between pre-releases.
1: Which is what you want, right?
0: I mean, like, if if... The world has returned to a state where we can play pre-releases in stores, and 100%. That is what I want. Like, yep. give me a yep. pre-release every every week to make up for the lack of magic I've been able to play over the past year. 100%. But at the same time, that's it's it's very strange. There's going to be like five standard sets this year. Uh, we're not getting an extra one next year. There's going to be like a massive massive gap between standard releases. But it's 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 interesting. I mean, we we've seen some stuff about Midnight Hunt specifically already, that is it, certainly exciting me. We're not going to talk about it because, like, well, yeah, many people might have seen it, but I, I think talking about previews for a set that isn't out for like six months is, is probably bad form.
1: Uh, especially, when we're not meant to know those things. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, it's taken the it's taken the spot of a supplemental product, right? Uh,
0: they haven't confirmed it.
1: I just sort of assumed that
0: they could. A, yeah, no, they could still do a supplemental product,
1: and they probably will. Yeah, <laughs> I just sort of just assumed that it would replace that. Um, but then we're getting Modern Horizons, so it wouldn't, would it? Yeah, because yeah, the release no. Date, the release date is roughly around when a, a supplemental product will come out. Yeah, I guess like, like a, a, it, a bond or whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess if we if we look at like last year, I guess you had um, uh, Mystery Booster double masters and commander legends were kind of like the supplementary booster sets and then this year we're going to have time spiral uh modern horizons 2 Then yeah maybe maybe it does take up a, a supplementary product slot but yeah, we just get a fifth maybe instead. maybe they do you maybe did you just sneak in a master set or something in at the end of the year or a conspiracy 3 or something
1: Oh conspiracy 3 we would have heard about that though
0: yeah, <laughs> and the fact that
1: the fact that we've got the, the schedule as well suggests that these are probably the only sets we're going to get because otherwise yeah. they would have sold us. Yeah, probably. but again, they could do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's it's it's a lot. It's, once again, it, it's a lot, and I uh, hopefully hopefully it, it's a lot to look forward to. And by the time Innistrad comes out, we are we are back in stores playing Magic because it's it's going to suck if we've got to do this this whole staying at home thing while while an Innistrad set comes out. I think Inistras my favorite plane, definitely. And it'll be sad not to not to get to experience it if if that has to be the case.
1: It's nice to be barreling through the decade of Commander, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I do find it weird in hindsight. Though, like, like twenty twenty is the year of Commander, but we're gonna continue to do all the same things that appeal to Commander players this entire time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no Commander question <laughs> this year,
1: right? Uh, no, there's not. But there's still a bunch of products that I imagine are targeted at Commander players.
0: Yeah. This is true, this is true. Cool. Cool. So is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap it up this week?
1: Uh, no, because I forgot about all those other things that you just said. It's, it's been and a my lot. My brain is frazzled. Fe-
0: another one of those weeks where like there's, there was kind of like nothing or not a lot to talk about and then all of a sudden, oh, here's all of this information. And now this set's just come out, and forget about that set because now there's this, and then this is coming, and oh hey look, here's Liliana by a different name. And it's been a lot the past couple of days.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So I <laughs> yes, think I think that is pretty much all we have time for this week. Uh, if you you let, let us know what you think of of, of Strixhaven from what you've seen so far. Let me know what you think of those planeswalkers. Let me know why you think Danny Trejo is so involved in magic again Weird. nothing against um, the guy you know cool guy but like it's bizarre it's bizarre if you can make sense of us let, let us know hit us up on social media on twitter we're at hfdcast facebook.com slash hfdcast or if you've really enjoyed anything in this show and you'd like to give back in monetary value you can hit us up at patreon we are we're patreon.com slash hour of devastation where tears start at as little as one dollar per month that's roughly 20 to 25 cents per episode
1: you can find the podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitcher if you want to go to one of those platforms and leave us a review or a rating or a comment it would really help us get the podcast out to more people
0: yeah if you want to find me on my own personal social media on Twitter I'm at Peach Garden Oath it's Oath an F Facebook I'm Joel Aldenham and pretty much any of the magic groups and then I also stream on Twitch as well so Friday nights we do some sort of magic stream it's Friday Night Magic uh, I've been doing a lot of Vintage Cube recently but we'll probably try to do some more times for our old because it was fun and then every alternate Saturday and Sundays we do various other things so that has mostly been Vintage Cube while it's been up because I just can't get enough of it but we, we play Among Us, we play Fall Guys we do a bunch of different things on there then find me at twitch.tv slash come hang out, it's fun
1: uh, you can find me on Twitter at snail69 nice Well, as of right now I'm still allowed to post
0: <laughs> let's see, see what happens when this episode comes
1: out <sighs> yeah and oh boy am I on Facebook boy I'm on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah arguing with people about stuff
0: yeah it's always fun stuff. isn't it it's it's the best social media platform out there so, <laughs> said, is, said crooked, like crooked governments <laughs> no that'll be that'll be Thursday once I get this 5G chip in me <laughs> awesome so that's pretty much all we've time for this week once again we're approaching the second hour the God of has returned so we'll see you again next week on Hour of Devastation